Claude Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. At Peninsula Co-op, you get full serve for the same price as self-serve, meaning you can stay in your warm vehicle while someone else pumps your fuel for you. And if you join up to the Peninsula Co-op membership program, you can start earning cash back every year on gas, convenience store purchases, home heating oil, and even groceries. Join today for just $27. For more details, head to your local Peninsula Co-op or click on the membership tab at PeninsulaCoop.com. Back to episode 19 of Claude Weekly. I'm Malcolm Fletcher along with Ben Waterworth. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Sticky. How about yourself? Happy New Year. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, you know. Um... Had a you know a, a great holidays you know it was a good break you know step away from the microphone for a little bit rest the voice um, but you know we're back we're better than ever so uh, yeah it's it's been about a month I think since we've been on air it's sort of been oh, yeah. a bit of a time away but obviously it's been a bit of a tricky period right now for not only the Panthers but for the VI we're in this sort of holding pattern still. Uh, waiting to see what's happening. Obviously, we now are on a break basically till February 5th until we find out hopefully some more information whether or not we might be up and running again. But uh, it's interesting. I, I can't imagine with all your years with the club, Sticky, you've ever had to deal with a situation like this before. You know what? I can't say that there's ever been, you know, anything like this, in, especially in Junior B hockey. It's not like we have lockouts or anything like that. So um, obviously something like this, you know, a, a global pandemic can sometimes, you know, do it for you, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, it's a super unique experience. And, you know, I will say that uh, I think we've done a great job of handling it so far, you know, um, and, you know, we're, we're already back to practicing, you know, we, uh, we took that break and we're back We're you know, I think a lot of the guys are gonna be super eager to get back out there. And if we do get the nod for February 5th, um, you know, that's, that's even better. Which, I mean, we had that sort of little special episode just before Christmas with Pete, and he kind of talked about one of the things as well at that period was the 19- and 20-year-olds couldn't practice, so basically they made the decision that, well, if we can't train with a couple of those guys, we're not training at all. So the fact right now is you can probably hear uh, outside the door right now, the guys are on the ice, the training is happening, and whether or not a season happens, I mean, all these guys no doubt want to be out in the ice, they want to be playing. I mean, you were talking to me a bit off air about your team, you're still practicing, you're still out there, so for all these guys, it's a matter of being able to get on the ice hit that park and be able to play some form of hockey exactly you know obviously um you know the, the rules that were implemented was you know like the adult sport i'm sure pete went into some you know um more in depth than i would know but uh so yeah that obviously allowed you know most minor hockey to keep going and i know i'm sure you know there could have been junior teams over the map that you know only trained with their 16 17 year olds um but um yeah, you know, obviously there's lots of hope with the NHL getting going. I know uh, the Western Hockey League's talking about they're planning for a 26-game season or something. 26, I think, games, they said. And then the BCHL says that they're committed to having a season as well. So um, it, I think it's just going to be a matter of time. You know, obviously the number one priority here on the VI is, you know, be safe and, you know... Well, not get coronavirus. Well, I mean, that's that's I think pretty much everybody's uh, idea with that one. But I mean, again, as I said before, you've been around this team for for such a long time. I mean, to face a prospect of maybe two seasons in a row w- without a, a champion, basically, if if things do get cancelled. But I mean. What I'm sure you speak to some of these guys, you know, have you got a general vibe of kind of what some of these guys are, are feeling right now with the situation? Well, I think everyone's a little frustrated at this point, you know, not having it's kind of it's one thing, you know, uh, not being, you know, 
allowed to play per se and then there's kind of you, you, you okay, how do I don't know how to describe it so you, you have a choice for most things and this one you just don't have a choice um, so it, it's a choice to play hockey um, and now you, you don't have a choice you can't you can't play hockey and it, it sucks which it does and we're obviously all uh, wanting to see the guys out there and play um, and everything along those lines and of course we did have the news recently as well that not only we're we still waiting to uh, February 5th but on, on the grand scheme of things the Cyclone Taylor Cup has been cancelled so whether or not the season gets going again or not there's obviously not going to be something bigger to play for but I mean that might create a bit more I guess freedom that you don't have a time frame where you have to have a champion crown by a certain date yeah, to go to of that of course and I think you know the Cyclone Taylor Cup's a great tournament for all the Junior B teams. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's it's the best of the best. And then you got the host that, you know, always puts together a great team. And then I feel like for these guys winning the, winning the VI, winning, you know, the island is, you know, just as important as winning the Cyclone Taylor. I think that, you know, um, I remember when the Panthers uh, won it back in... 2010 I think it was whatever whenever the last time they won um you know just looking the look on the guys faces um you know I, I remember the captain screaming yeah when he lifted up that trophy I think that no one really cares um necessarily who what, what the championship looks like who they're playing if they get to lift that trophy up that's going to mean just as much to all these guys like I guess you can take a look at the world juniors for example absolutely one, one thing that will have to be said that no matter when all of this can go back to normal whatever normal may be that when that day comes when we're back to a full normal season that it's going to mean so much more that basically with all the trials and tribulations some of these guys you know from the guys who are going to be on the team next year who were there last year when the players were cancelled if this season gets cancelled you know to get there finally get out there it's going to mean so much more oh yeah I think that you know next season you know you don't want to look forward that that far because there's still stuff to take care of now you you don't know when you know you're going to be going back so um I feel like whenever they get the nod to play games, the excitement's going to be there. I think everyone's going to be, you know, so pumped to get out there and play a game. And, you know, uh, it's going to it's gonna be some unreal hockey when, when we do come back just from, you know, I feel like these guys aren't going to take anything for granted any, anymore. No one. Speaking of excitement... What have we got in the show? What are we about to hear right now, Sticky? Because uh, it's not a Claude Weekly without an interview. It is not a Claude Weekly without an interview. This past week, we had Grant Gilbertson on. We had a nice little quick chat before practice today. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was, you know, um, obviously a little bit of the shorter one. But, you know, it was great to you know get to know Grant a little bit more. And uh, hope to have him on again. Well, with that in mind, let's uh, throw to that interview now after a brief word from one of Claude Weekly's sponsors. Babylon by TELUS Health is a virtual healthcare app that allows you to video chat with a licensed doctor from your smartphone. Appointments are covered by provincial healthcare, and you can even see a doctor on evenings and weekends. Download and register Babylon by TELUS Health today. Hello, welcome back to, we got a nice little interview here with Grant Gilbertson, uh, rookie forward for the Peninsula Panthers. Grant, how you doing today? Good, yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Oh yeah, of course, you know, you're coming back from the holidays, you know, how was, how was the break, you know, maybe yeah. a little bit long for liking, but... Yeah, no, it was good to get with the family for a bit and had a good Christmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what were some things that you kind of did uh, over the break to kind of keep the feet going, or was it just kind of sit on the couch, put the feet up, you know, watch a <laughs> little football? Like, what, what was going on in the in the break there? 
I was in and out of the gym a little, and then yeah, just trying to keep busy for sure. Mm-hmm. What sort of things do you get up to in the in the gym? Is there uh, sort of the weights? Are you doing a bit of the cardio? What what are you working on? I'd I'd like to tell you I was doing cardio, but it was mostly weights. Yeah. <laughs> and does that does that help sort of in the off season when you're putting on a few pounds with the turkey and things like that? Yeah, I'd say it helps me. It's always hard to gain as much as you'd like. Yeah, and uh, how was it? How did it feel? You know, coming back. You know, obviously it's kind of tough. You know, I don't know how. I think it was about a month or so. You guys were off the ice. Was it? Was it tough? Was it a quick transition? Or how did it feel to get back out there? Uh, I mean, I thought it was better than I had anticipated. I thought it would be a lot harder, but you know, it was still a little shaky on the <laughs> skates course, for the yeah. first bit. But it was good. Yeah. And how have you found the season with the Panthers? Obviously, I mean, we haven't played really for a month or so now, but uh, prior to this other break that we've now found ourselves in, how have you found yourself fitting in with the team? Yeah, the boys are great. I mean, we got off to a bit of a slow start, but, I mean, I thought it was fun and, you know, looking to improve on the... Uh, standings a little here but yeah talking about improvement uh, you know obviously personally so far you know you, you've done pretty well for yourself you uh, you got two assists uh, throughout the first couple games here you know picking up the first couple um, what are some things that you do want to improve upon here and you know who knows when we're getting back going but when it does yeah definitely like scoring a couple get the <laughs> touch back monkey off the back but you know just everything all the little things mm-hmm. we've been really finding out from all the rookies uh, that step up into junior B hockey and the adaptation you've found what what have been the biggest challenges for you to stepping up to this level i think it's just a lot quicker really that's what i noticed i mean pucks are moving quicker people are moving quicker just the speed and what were you expecting that was that something that kind of you were told beforehand or was it something that you didn't really notice until you were out there on the ice in that first game i mean everyone tells you it but i mean until you kind of like get into it and see it firsthand I mean that kind of took me back a bit but yeah what was kind of your uh what was your first thought kind of stepping out there for the first shift against the Cougars you know obviously a top dog team from the year before and they're kind of going into it as you know maybe one of the favorites what were you kind of thinking hopping over the boards uh not much really just trying to go with the flow a little (laughs) while going through the mind but does it it take long to hate them when you get out there no not at all (laughs) (laughs) And in terms of sort of uh, other players that have been on the team for a while, have, has there anyone you've looked up to has sort of helped you adapt to not only Junior B, but just the team environment on the Panthers? Yeah, I'd say Wardy has definitely took me under his wing. Uh, all of them, though, they're all great leaders, so it's nice to have a leadership like them. Yeah, and uh, your brother had a short stay with uh, the Panthers, I think, a few years back, uh, but now plays in Oceanside. Did he give you any uh, any advice um, on, you know, kind of coming into the league or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot from him, and I'd definitely say he was giving me a lot of pointers going into it, and he's helped me along the way for sure, yeah. Does he give you any tidbits about someone like Pete, you know, how to handle Pete? <laughs> I don't know. Um <laughs> Yes and no. I mean, I think he liked Pete a lot, though, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing that openly that you want to share on the podcast, perhaps. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, and kind of uh, shifting maybe a couple of years back, you know, to your minor hockey. You know, uh, you played JDF Grizzlies growing up for most of it. You played Midget, Midget Tier 1 last year. Yeah. So you guys, you guys won, the, won, the, won the league last year. So maybe talk a little bit about that kind of journey of, you know, the playoffs and uh, winning. Yeah, it was, I mean, we lost the year before to the same team and then beat them the next year. And I mean, a couple of the guys on the team actually played on that. So it was nice to beat them. (laughs) Yeah. And when you come into a sort of a new team environment then, because it's sort of likened it before you come from sort of being the the top dogs at one level, then you go down right to the bottom being the rookie. It's kind of like going from one level of school to the other. I mean, how how do you adapt to that, particularly coming off winning a, a championship on one side and then coming to this new side, hoping to go on to championship success with them? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to adapt definitely to a different situation, but I mean, like I said before, the leaders definitely like make it pretty easy to adapt to anything here. So that's been good. Yeah, and obviously it's been pretty pretty short, I guess, pretty early in the season, you know, only 11 games under your belt. But what would you say has been kind of your most memorable uh, memorable moment so far? I don't know, just putting the sweater on and going out there, really. That's it. You just kind of lose all thoughts and just go out there. It's been pretty cool. On that sweater, jersey number 26. Now, I was gifted a jersey. My, my jersey number is 62, so the closest that Pete could get was 26. So I've actually been sporting your number all season. Don't know if that's been a good or a bad luck charm, but have you ever had someone watching you with your jersey number in the past that maybe isn't your family? No, i got to say that's a first. It's pretty cool for sure. I like that we share the number there. I'll, I'll have to get rid of my name tag and I'll put yours on there basically <laughs> to be supporting you up there from the commentary box. And speaking of the commentary box, like, have you had a name? Do you have a nickname or something? Like, Is there something that I should be calling you when I'm calling you out there on the ice? Oh, I don't know. It, it's hard. You'd have to ask all the boys. I think we will. Maybe we need to find this out there. I'm, I'm thinking Gilbo. That's very Australian. I don't know if anyone's ever called you that before. Gilbo? I haven't heard that before. No. No? Yeah, but I guess if we're on the topic of uh, Australia, we might as well shift gears a little bit here to our little segment that uh, Ben's going to take us away with. You've done well on the segues there, Sticky, over the breaks. I like this. Now, um, Grant, this is this is basically, I've got some Australian slang words, but you can also see them in front of you there too, basically. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to test you to see if you know what these are. I don't know how you are on your Australian slang words at all. It's not looking good here. Not looking good. All right, Sticky, you, of course, as always, can uh, play along with this one. Ankle biter. I believe we've done this one before, so maybe yeah, we'll... Yeah, I, I know the answer. You know the answer. Grant, what do you think an ankle biter might be? Uh... Maybe a bad dog. I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember this one, Siggy? Yeah, it's a, it's a child. It is a child. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, what what is an Aussie salute? I don't think Aussie we've had salute. this one before, Sticky. What what would you be doing if you're doing an Aussie salute? Uh, no idea. I, no idea. I, I couldn't tell you. Maybe like a. Like, I don't know. You don't know. You were going there. It's basically because we have a lot of flies in Australia, so you're basically okay. brushing the flies off your face. So that's <laughs> called the. Uh, the Aussie salute. Uh, what is a brolly? Brolly. Uh, umbrella? You're correct. I oh, feel wow. This is a, more of an English one, I think, that for some reason they you want to put on Australian slang. But there you go. Um, all right, you're out in the ice tonight, Grant. You, uh, you're doing something. What? What's piece of piss? <laughs> I have no idea. I'd love to know, though. Uh, a what? A piece of piss. Um, like... <laughs> Basically, if you go out there on the ice tonight, you score an easy goal. It was really easy. Piece of piss. I'll see what I can do. I want you to go out there. I want you to score a goal. Now, piece of piss, mate. That was that <laughs> was really easy. And a tinny. Now, this could be one of two things. A, a tinny? tinny? A tinny, yes. I'd say just something small. You're on the right page there. What, what do you associate uh, Australians with? Be careful with that answer. <laughs> Australians? We like to drink. Yeah, I was about to say heavy yeah. drinkers. Yeah. Tinny's that what you call maybe a can of, of okay. beer. But you can also refer to it as a small dinghy, like a small boat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like yeah I was, was going to say like a little boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grant, before we let you go, you've got to get out in the ice right now and uh, hopefully do some piece of piss moves. Um, <laughs> I'd love to know from you, though. Uh, the NHL starts up this week. Are you uh, who, Who's your team? Who do you follow out there? Oh, uh, three, actually. I'm a little all over the board, but 
uh, Canucks, Calgary, and Washington for oh, me. Oh, right. Well, you covered the bases there. I, yeah. I, I cheat with the two with Calgary and Anaheim, so I'll take yeah. the 50% there. Fair and enough. How are you feeling this year with any, all those threes? Good. Hopefully the Canucks can make a push. Same with the Flames. And then <laughs> looks like Washington will be solid again. So, so you're an Ovi man? You yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone's an Ovi man. Grant, it's a, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, we'll let you get out there on the ice. But fingers crossed we can get uh, out in the ice proper for some game time soon. And uh, we'll see you back out yeah. there in action. All right, thanks for having me, guys. All right, thanks a lot, Grant, for uh, for coming on this week. It was nice to have you on. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was good to talk to him. You know, get a, get to know a little bit about him. Uh, yeah, yeah, learn learn a lot there. Obviously, uh, not the longest interview, but still, uh, we were able to learn a, a bit from Grant. I, I actually want to do a brief apology as well. Uh, usually, we do the uh, the social media photo, and I've just clicked in my mind sticky. We didn't get the gram. How about how about uh, we just you know. Get a picture from from Gordon and we'll toss it. Maybe, on. maybe we will. There we I think will. That's the play. Either that, or if you're listening to this, Grant, uh, send us a selfie. You know, <laughs> send us a selfie with you listening, and yeah. maybe we can share that one there. You met, you mentioned before, Sticky, uh, the NHL starting this week. Uh, thought, uh, quick, quick thoughts. That you excited? Oh wow! You know, um, it, you know, I've uh, I've I've done lots of you know, I I, I love. I love the NHL, first of all. I think it's the best sports league in the world for a few reasons, but, you know, I'm not going to list them all. I'm not going to waste <laughs> you guys' time. I could sit here for an hour and talk about it. But, uh, you know, uh, Chara going to the Capitals really got my attention, and, you know, uh, there's been so many great things. You know, Pacharangelo with that uh, free agent signing with the with the Knights. Uh, it, it, a lot of interesting things happened, even though this world was already kind of weird. The sports world kind of threw a curveball. And uh, I, I'm so pumped for this to start. You know, uh, the fantasy drafts. You know, I'm. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. What about this new division setup that they've got going now, particularly with all the Canadian teams uh, yeah. all playing each other? Well, first of all, I, I I know I know obviously the Canadian division is pretty straightforward. Who's in the Canadian division? I don't know everyone off the top of my head, but. Uh, First off, I think it's gonna be a great division. You know, you got some good rivals. You got the Battle of Alberta. You got the uh, you know Toronto and Montreal, who always are gonna put on an unreal show. And then you know, there's Canucks. You know, they're you know uh, last season making the playoffs. They really made some great strides. Um, you know, they picked. They lost quite a few guys, some key guys in the off season, but they also picked up a couple good ones with uh, that Schmid. And then uh, Holpe, Braden Holpe is gonna be between the pipes, giving Demko a little bit of a, uh, you know a challenge back there to hold down the fort and then you know uh the winnipeg jets with you know uh, they got line a and you know the the rumors around him going or whatever and i, I i've just thought it's really interesting this off season you know kind of guys opening up about you know signing places being traded you know uh yeah and you mentioned the Canucks lost a few guys. I think uh, over at Calgary, we stole a bunch of them, didn't we? Uh, I think we basically took about a quarter of the team. So. Yeah. You know, you picked up Tanev, who's going to be huge on the back end for them. And uh, you guys also picked up... Uh, Mr. What's Markstrom. His name? Yeah, Mr. Markstrom, mm. which was a, a little bit of a... A little bit of a shocker, but, you know, um, there comes a time where you have to look at both sides of hockey and, you know, what's going to be best for him in the, in, and in the future. And, uh, you know... I think he picked a good home there. Let's put out the prediction for you now, Mr. Stickman. Who's winning the Stanley Cup? Who's winning? The, wow. Wow. Um, well, oh, holy. So I, I was looking today, and Washington Capitals 
are the team the most experienced. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So I think it was an, on average of like 13.7 years wow. or something ridiculous like that. Yep. So I, you can't really argue that. You got 13.7 years of experience. You've had guys that have, you know, won the cup. Uh, you know, they picked up Char in the off season. Well, I think he's already like the assistant captain. Really? I didn't I, even I, say that. I, wow. I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but um, I'm pretty sure he did. I know Patrice Bergeron took over for Chara in Boston. Um, you know, that I don't know if you saw the video of them joking around saying Marchant got it for the team, but nice. I, I thought that was kind of kind of funny. But, um, yeah, I think Washington Capitals will have an unreal squad this year. And, you know, obviously, coming from the Canadian division, it's going to be a, like, it's going to be a hard battle. Yeah. That's like, it's like a really good division. You know, Montreal, uh, I, I always harped on Montreal. I, I never liked Montreal. One of my good buddies loved Mar- Montreal. <laughs> and I'm going to have to agree with them this year. They got a pretty sweet team. <laughs> well, they, they stole Corey Perry. Yeah, He's they, picked up, there, so. they picked up Corey Perry. Yeah. And um, speaking of actually Corey Perry, his old team, Dallas Stars, unfortunately, Fortunately, they had a couple guys test positive. They did, yeah. But honestly, I think they're going to be a great squad this year if they can, you know, obviously if um, uh, if they kind of can control the virus there and you know get all clean. And um, yeah, it's got it's still obviously very interesting when we're seeing that in the NBA right now, aren't we? With a lot of games sort of being yeah. uh, postponed and cancelled. I mean, it's the world we live in. It's kind of how it's going to be, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's tough. The Canucks had that false positive scare as well with their practice and everything going along there. But um, we just want to see hockey. We want to see it back out there. It was exciting last year when it came back in the bubble. And uh, oh, yeah, and uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I had nothing more. You'd sticky. You're the insightful one here. Go oh, ahead. All right, because uh, let's talk a little bit about this World Juniors. How? What did oh. you think? It was that was fascinating. My first real chance to actually sit down and watch it properly and uh, enjoyed it. And then kind of going into that final last week, feeling confident. I think most of us were, weren't we? And then uh, it all ended with a team photo with them having a picture of the Team Canada logo on a trash can. Yeah, what did you think? Uh, I'm not going to say my opinions on the you know the actions of the USA team throughout the tournament. But you know, first off, they played an unreal tourney. They you know. Uh, Zegras, again, I'm not going to say my comments of some other stuff, but he played unreal. And, um, you know, kind of going into that interview before the game, compared to the af- after the game, I had a lot more respect for him after, you know, kind of what he said about the group. And, you know, shifting back to Canada, like, you show up every every day. You know, that was a team that they've been together the longest. You show up every day. They obviously played their hearts out out there. And, you know, they fell short. That happens. They ran into a hot tendy. You know, maybe um, a couple plays that could have gone either way. And I would also like to say, like, Bowen Byram really showed up to that last game. Put on a net. Like, he was unreal. And, you know, obviously Levi. Like, record-setting, uh, you know, world juniors there. And then, um, you know, obviously shout out to Dylan Grand, you know, Victoria, Victoria kid who uh, who got a little bit of action there against Germany. Um, you know, it's kind of tough, you know, uh, you, not, not too many opportunities when you're the other goalies, you know, the best goalie in the tournament. But uh, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. And I have to say that uh, it, it's something that I look forward now. I think being here and being able to watch it in person and uh, hopefully we have a normal tournament next year and we can go over to Edmonton and Red Deer and maybe watch some games. Oh, that'd be awesome. You it's know, there I, again, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, that would actually be pretty awesome to you know, go. I actually, uh, when I was in Vancouver, I in Vancouver, Victoria, I, went, I was in a hockey tournament in Vancouver and I think I watched uh, uh, Switzerland and 
Czechoslovakia, and well, and the Canada game was like right after it. Um, but you know that game still like I could feel the intensity like in just in the being in the arena and then you know they're letting all the Canadian fans in before and out in the street and it was unreal to just walk around and you know just kind of you know chant with those people and I I, uh, I do feel bad for some of these players you know some you usually only get one chance to play in this tournament and to not have any fans obviously sucks but I feel even with that everyone's you know they know that everyone's rooting for him everyone's there for him so that's one thing to say and and um, before actually we, we stop off the World Juniors, I will say Dylan Cousins had an unreal tournament. He, you know, really put Canada on his back for a few games there. Uh, I, I would definitely agree. And uh, I, I will say that uh, being on a honeymoon and watching hockey, it's not something I thought I would get away with. But when your new wife wants to watch it as much as you do, it's okay. So... I, I enjoyed that as well. So that was a, a memorable experience. I yeah, will say yeah, that. You sure know how to pick them, Ben. I do. I do. I definitely do. Um, before we do head off, I, I want to quickly just throw to this segment really quickly. Pete Facts of the Week. I feel 2021, we're going to start with the bang. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance for Grant to read these ones out, Sticky. But uh, I thought maybe if you want to, like, you can share some of these as well. I think kind of this would be something to go there. Give me give me the first one here because I want to okay. know about this one. Um, Pete Zabersky does not spell his name with letters. Yeah, I, I mean, that's wow. with numbers maybe. I, I don't else? know. It doesn't go into much more detail there. Um, yeah. What, what else do we have? Uh, Pete Zabersky goes to the gym for the equipment to exercise. That, that's pretty standard. I think the equipment needs to exercise from time to time, so that works. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, I'll do this one, the bottom one. Uh, Pete Zabersky can change his cell phone just by rubbing it against his beard. What do you mean charge? Charge. charge. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. Didn't know that's, my, that's my bad. That's my bad. But, Pete Zabersky can... Wow charge a cell phone just by rubbing it up against his beard. Jeez. Uh, Maybe I need some glasses or something. Maybe. Or I just can't read. Maybe, oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe 2021 has changed you that. Uh, I like that the oceans were made when Pete Bursky couldn't find a toilet. Um, yep. Cool. I'm never going swimming in that ocean again. And Pete Bursky once decided to test the cats have nine lives theory. In conclusion, one roundhouse kick has enough power to take ten lives at once. Wow. Wow. Okay, sorry to all the cats listening there with that. Um, I'm so excited that we're back, Sticky. It's been a few weeks, and obviously uh, we're still in this uh, weird process, but we'll be back next week. We'll get some more of the guys on. We'll chat more to them. We'll learn some more stuff about that. Uh, in the meantime, though, Sticky, where, where can people follow the Panthers? Give us the social media plugs. Oh, the social media. So it's going to be P-Panthers, V-I-J-H-L on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and be sure to tune in on Spotify. Uh, I think we got it on po- Apple Podcast. Uh, we do. We got it on uh, that website that I have no clue. It's Transistor. right in front of you, Sticky. Look at this <laughs> new magical piece of paper down Transistor. the very bottom. Transistor. It's okay. So it's P Panthers V I J H L dot Transistor dot FM. And yeah, that's where you can find us. Subscribe, leave us a review, leave us a like, let us know what you're thinking of the show. Got some exciting things happening in 2020. We're going to keep you entertained. If there's no hockey, there's at least us, which is probably like number seven on the list of priorities you want in life. But hey, it's better than being number eight. It is better than being number eight. We'll definitely get Ben Waterworth on some skates by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, I, I went snowshoeing. I'm apparently going skiing next week. Skiing, wow. Yeah, well, I've been told I am, so get me on those skates. Going up to Mount Washington? We are. We're going back, and uh, this time we're going skiing. So I've never skied in my life. I've, I've at least 
skated in my life. I've never skied. Never. So uh, how about like we get you like full on like, you know, dressed up okay. for hockey. Deal. And uh, we'll put you out there and uh, see how you do. Make an absolute fool out of myself. Maybe you play a little one-on-one versus Tanner Wurtz or wow. something like that. I, I think I right now just got my ass kicked even by you saying those words. All so, right. Yeah. I, I tell you, we made, I think we made a bet at the beginning of this podcast that how many times you would fall over during the season. Uh, um, I think I would beat that record in like five seconds. So. Yeah, and I think that we kind of lost that counter after the first week. Yeah, I think we did. How many times have you fallen over in, in yours? I honestly, probably not that many. Okay. Do I need to do some research here and see you, if you're you could the do truth? some research? But I did learn, okay. you know, how to skate over. Uh, you know, <laughs> you were born with skates on your feet, basically. Yeah, whereas, yeah but it know. took me a while to learn. So. Okay, all right, we'll uh, we'll hold that. I'm gonna hand over to you to close it out. I'll say thanks for everyone for tuning in, and uh, I look forward to uh, being back next week. Sticky, over to you. Alrighty, folks, that's gonna wrap her up for. Uh, you know, episode 19 here. We're going to be back at it again the next week with, you know, who knows who we're going to have on, who knows what we're going to get up to, and who knows what those topics will be. Thanks for watching. Claude Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. Purchase a car wash from Peninsula Co-op before November 15 and you can win free car washes for a year. Enter online at coppromotions.com.